What is going on, internet? Welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Nomicron. I'm your host, as always, Alex, a.k.a. Snurfin. And joining me, of course, my two home slices, Ollie, the Chungus Among Us, the Von Strosity. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Just, you know, you know me, just Chungusing, whatever that entails. Hey, mm-hmm. sometimes you just got a chung, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Hell, I'm chunging right now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it chungy, bro. Keep it chungy. And Ryan, the synthetic, what up, man? Hello, hello. Awesome. Today's show, we need to talk about Moon Knight. That last episode was pretty fucking crazy. Like insane. Like yeah, I, like I just, I, probably one of the best pieces of of television I've seen in a while. Like hats off to Oscar Isaac for that performance. Like that was all him. That was more or less all him with sometimes Ethan Hawke. That's yeah. that's yeah. that's insane. Like to be able to convey all of that uh, was was nuts. We will get to that. In a bit, though, first up, of course, as always, uh, we got an ad. We do have an ad. And I think this is the last one uh, we have to place until we find out uh, whether we land the whale, land the gig with DO speakers. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, links are obviously going to be in the description. Um, that's DO Connect slash blind, or sorry, DO Connect.com slash blind knowledge. Uh, for all kinds of fun stuff over that way. And that ad is going to play in three, two, uno. As a podcast listener, you love to listen. So imagine if you could listen seamlessly throughout every room of your home, your office, your business, or even outside by the pool. With DL, you can. Connected through Wi-Fi, DO speakers provide a high-quality audio. No matter if it's music, podcasts, books on tape, you name it. I can walk in the front door, go downstairs in my basement, and then go all the way up to my bedroom and not have to worry about any adjustments to the audio. DO speakers are so unique, they're actually compatible with other brand speakers. So you could have five DO speakers all across your home, and you can add other brands of speakers that are compatible with DO. The price of DO speakers is actually 60% lower than an entry-level Sonos speaker. Installing the speakers takes less than a minute. You can play any audio from your Apple devices simply using AirPlay 2. So what are you waiting for? To use our discount, check out doconnect.com slash blindknowledge. That's doconnect.com slash blindknowledge. Dio, the way to go. And welcome back. That's your ad. That's your ad time. That's it. It's over. Let's get cracking. Moon Knight, episode five. Thoughts. Ollie, go. <sighs> um, yeah, if anyone tuned into our watch party, um, me and Ryan kind of shared the sentiment that um, mm-hmm. this episode felt like it it, it should have happened a few episodes ago. Like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, this episode was was really great. It 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 showed us a lot about the character um, that explained, you know, how he got his personalities and. Um, and it was just great, like phenomenal acting by Oscar Isaac, just like in split seconds, how he just switches from character to character. Like when he was 
that scene right. when he was on the on the street before he walked well he didn't end up walking into the the wake or whatever but um where he just switches to steven and then he's just like wait what street am i and then he starts like calling um his mom was it i guess right. or his therapist yeah. I, I can't remember who he was calling um but i was just like whoa like that kind of gave me chills and actually after our watch party i i remember hearing i remember that i i heard about there's an actual case of a woman in the u.s that has dissociative identity disorder and i watched like a five minute clip of her interview with like 60 minutes and yeah and it was pretty much like the same thing like you you'll see her like snap into a different altar and the way that Oscar Isaac did did it to me is like indistinguishable from that. So I like I give him like mad props for for being able to pull that off. Um, uh, yeah, but um, overall, you know, I'm I'm kind of confused on like what we're gonna end up seeing on this last episode. I feel like there's like I I, I said there was four or five different things that I f that I feel this last episode needs to touch on, and with the runtime right. being like 44 minutes and that's including credits i'm assuming um i'm just you know i'm kind of nervous to see what's going to happen in this finale but i'm looking forward to it that's that's pretty much the summary of what i have to say if anyone wants to chime in mm -hmm. yeah ron go ahead man i mean like like you had said at the beginning there uh we had mentioned this at the end of the watch party and i feel the same way I think uh, this episode was really, really good and probably the best episode uh, of this show so far, pretty easily for me. Agreed. Um, but we're, we're doing this thing with these shows lately, especially like some of the more recent Marvel or Star Wars shows where they're not giving us actual like substance. Like this episode had a lot of substance and it was a good episode because of that. But it's also episode five of six. So we got off very on the wrong foot now that uh, like we've had this episode and been able to reflect on the last four as well. This should have been episode two, in my opinion. This should have been what episode two was. And then they should have actually furthered the plot in the rest of it. Because we've, aside from like hearing that Ahmet has been uh, reawoken at one point in episode five. That is the most in terms of actual story progression towards this villain that we've seen in all five episodes. Right. Everything else has been more or less a rehash of the same thing that they were doing from episode one onwards, where they're just looking for something and then they're just looking for another thing. And then it's just another thing. And none of the pieces really are pulled together in any way and I, I just i feel like they've tried to make it longer to to add suspense when in reality all it's actually doing is making it so that they can actually do less with their show they have to stick to a very strict formula that they can't really deviate from because they're giving us just such little pieces of information in the attempts of um maybe like following their marketing scheme with Spider-Man where it's all about getting people involved and theorizing, but it doesn't work for this type of show. It really doesn't. They need a faster pace. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, 
I definitely agree with the sentiment of, of this type of story should have been told in the second episode or even third, third at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've been left wondering this entire time uh, what caused the, the DID, right? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the comics, it was uh, him witnessing who was supposed to be a friend of his father's who turned out to be a Nazi brutally murdering somebody at such a young age. Um, and that's what snapped him into the, the DID. And in this one, this was such a, I mean, that not to diminish a brutal murder, but this one was especially harrowing. Um, yeah. You know, the, the guilt of feeling like he was responsible for his younger brother's death. And then having his mother, who's supposed to be part of his support system, completely phase out, become a wildly abusive alcoholic and blame him for everything. Like that was seeing, seeing that family thing was, was, was heartbreaking for me. Like that was, mm-hmm. that was pretty nuts. And, 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 you know, and, and snapping into that altar to help cope with what was going on was, uh, was something. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that episode was was fantastic. Like emotional from start to finish. Like I was exhausted come the end of it. Like I was just holy shit, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. Um it was a very heavy episode for sure. Super duper heavy. However, um Oh, pardon me, sorry. Um I realized something and it it stood out to me when we were watching, but then I kind of forgot about it. Um, come the end of it and we did our discussion at the end of the watch party and it wasn't until I watched a video with uh, the kind folks over at New Rockstars fans of the show go check them out on YouTube there Um, there was a moment where Mark was snapped back into Harrow's office Dr. Harrow Mm -hmm. Um, but he had an accent did anybody else pick up on that? Harrow? No. no Mark or should I say Jake, possibly? Wait, at, at what point? Um, I think it was, I think, I can't remember where exactly. It was one of the first or second times he snapped back to the office. And he had like, the the bridge of his nose was bandaged and bruised and bloodied. And he's sitting in the thing and he has this thick like Bronx, New York accent. And he's like, oh, you're a doctor? You're a doctor? And I like, I picked up on it then, but I forgot about it come the end of the episode. And it wasn't until they pointed it out. I was like, holy shit. It is quite possible, even with one episode remaining, that we could still get a Jake Lockley reveal. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't know, dude. This is going right? to be a fit, though. This is, this is like WandaVision. <laughs> so it's like, are they, are they going to fucking bring Mephisto? It was one episode left. I feel like this is the exact conversation we had then <laughs> with that. Um, I know. That, okay, yeah, if, if, they're, if they're like slowly, like, I mean, and then you guys pointed out the episode before that, there was also, you know, the, oh, that wasn't me comment made. And then now right, this. Right, right, right. Like, you could totally be onto something. I, I would just really be curious how they end up revealing him. Like, are they going to start showing us flashbacks of when, you know, Lockley was in control? Or are they, 
like just gonna kind of play it off and and have those be like little easter eggs if you're if you're someone who actually pays attention to the right. episode i mean to right i mean to be honest i i don't even i couldn't even fathom what they're doing i'm still confused with where this where the show is going because they've 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 come five episodes in and only seem to like sprinkle exposition and 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 story at us and we're only getting it in like this trickle feed like i feel like a fucking hamster drinking from the little bottle with the ball bearing (laughs) you know what i mean like it's not it's not enough they're not giving us enough in one go you want to and now we're on the (laughs) you want to shove that water bottle down that hamster's throat and just like squirt it squeeze yeah yeah Like that's Where's what my that squeeze? hamster needs. That hamster right. is dehydrated. Give him some water. Give me some fucking water, bro. I need to hydrate. Right. Yeah. Um. To to leave it all for one last episode. Like, there's a lot to cover. There are so many story beats that need addressing. We need to know: Is there a Jake Lockley? And if so, is is the symbolism? of when Stephen fell into the sand and became sand that is like come the end of the episode there like i i feel like that's the separation of mark and Stephen. but i think with with that now comes the unlocking of jake lockley and i feel like jake lockley is going to be the one that pulls mark into into getting getting back on track with conchu and getting all this this stuff stopped you know what i mean Hmm. Okay. So, like, that, you think that uh, Stephen dying is going to cause, awaken, oh, like awaken or create? Not create. I think Jake is already there, and and I think we've 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 already kind of seen it. Like I said, with that that um, was it episode three with the uh, the guys that he was knife fighting and all that dialogue mm-hmm. between Stephen and Mark, uh, and that one particular scene in this last episode. I think we've seen Jake. I just think that one, it was easy to miss. Uh, and I don't have a two. I don't know why I said one. I just think it was easy to miss. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, I think Jake's been here the whole time. We just don't know what he's been up to, if he's been up to anything. And honestly, I think Jake was probably created probably in the same moment where we see him, where we see Mark, standing outside the house for his mother's wake and he snaps into Steven. But I think at that moment, he also split into another altar. Like the, the, the trauma of, of having to deal with the fact that this woman who abused him all his life is dead. And like, do I go, do I go to her wake or do I not like mm-hmm. out of respect for dad? And which by the way, his dad was an asshole. I don't give a fuck which way you slice it. To sit there and stay there in that relationship while your wife targets your son for his the majority of his life. Like you could have taken him out of that. You could have gotten away from that. You could have got her help and you did nothing. Yeah. Yep. What kind of father are you? So fuck you, dad. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's a valid point. Um, one thing that I'm, cu- I'm curious about is so after I, I watched that video of 
you know, the lady in the States that has DID, she yeah. was explaining that each of her person, each of her alters was basically to serve a purpose of avoiding the abuse. So there was one alter that she had um, that basically came about only when she started therapy as an adult, because that was the alter that was okay talking about what she dealt with. And then there was an alter that right. would come out whenever she was being abused because that was the altar that dealt with um the abuse so that the other altar could be um like immune from it and not not know what it's like to be abused and then so i'm wondering if um there isn't that this jake lockley altar could be like are, are, he's the like, shield are we think yeah like he's the shield or he's the one that lets the anger out so that like because Mark is a pretty level-headed guy, despite him remembering all that trauma, right? And right. Steve is kind of like the clueless one, who I presume is the one that is unaware of all this trauma so that he can live a life, you know? And so Lockley is yeah. probably the one that dishes out all this, like, frustration in his life or, or you know, or is the one that comes out to actually deal with the brunt of the trauma, um and then the other thing right. that that i thought was interesting about what this lady was saying was that her original personality that you know she the name she was given at birth whatever i th i don't know i think it was like jennifer or something she was like jennifer is an alter jennifer is not who i am i am all the alters so i feel like like I wonder if going forward, like having, you know, separated the alters in this episode as we saw, where uh, one becomes sand. I, I wonder right. if that's gonna be like a, a huge, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, like you know how earlier I was saying there's like four or five things this last episode has to do. I feel like one cannot be without the other, yeah. and I feel like that's gonna influence the events of the next episode to some degree. Or, or even in the future, like if Moon Knight ends up being in, in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of, of Madness, and the way they run into him is because he's looking for his other altar or something like that to become whole again or whatever. Like that could be an interesting way that they could right. they could move this character along in the future. I think so. What do you guys think of... Um, uh, like... It, while we're on the topic, do you guys think Steven is going to come back, or do you think he's gone now? Oh, no. He's going to get he's... pulled right back. Yeah. Like, w when you think about what happens with um, something as heavy as Endgame, like, we didn't lose characters till, like, Endgame, essentially, right? Infinity War, Endgame, with the MCU. I feel like to just, like, lose an alter like this the way they did it, I don't think it's enough of a of a of a big deal that they made it out to be in the episode for it to be an official like he's gone kind of thing like i i think that it's just it's a little bit of like pause for dramatic effect but next episode we'll we'll figure it out yeah <laughs> i think at the very least they'll mention it or they'll end the season with him being like i need to find i need to find him something like that right well i mean steven steven's a big part of his life he was his as far yeah. as he knows and he's concerned, Mark knows and Mark's concerned, Stephen was his only alter. Uh, and, I mean, you could almost call them brothers to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, 
one yeah. you're right one can't be without the other i don't know how they're going to pull it off but i think that they are going to reconnect and getting back to what ryan was talking about back uh, <clears throat> pardon me after the show in the post show there um i think it's possible that mark is going to learn how or maybe we talked about it at work i don't remember <laughs> mark's going to learn to be able to deal and cope with all the alters in his head, but as himself, and he can just talk to them in his head. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I know it was you and I that were talking about that, right, Ryan? I think so, yeah. I can't remember if it was at work or if we talked about it. Ollie, do you remember this conversation? Uh, say it again. About um, like Mark learning how to actually cope and, and have both Jake and steven in his head yeah, at all times yeah okay. i feel like i i might have brought that up as well in the previous okay episode. well some of you some way i know someone talk, somewhere talked yeah. about it i know i'm not crazy <laughs> yeah, no, that, that rings a bell for sure yeah i think i think that's what we're gonna we're gonna find in this last episode he's gonna figure out a way to have to be all three at once that is um, a really important statement i think you just made because one thing i gathered in that little five minute clip i watched of this woman being interviewed is all her mm-hmm. alters are aware of what the other alter is going. She can't just like, even though she snaps to another alter, she's still familiar with the the memories of the other alters. And we haven't seen that with Steven or Mark. Whenever they switch, no. they seem to kind of forget unless he's talking to him while he's in the, in a different alter, right? In like looking at right. the mirror. So I feel like if, you know, they've kind of done their research and if I'm not wrong about, you know, the five minute clip that I watched, that like you could be onto something that there, that that's going to be a thing that happens because it, it really did seem to me like they're kind of all connected and you can't really like separate one from the other even though one's in control so to me that would make sense right. that they eventually find a way to coexist and yeah that would be interesting to see yeah well i mean like how how are they go like going forward <clears throat> so steven's boom in the sand Jake is still jury's out on that one. We don't even know whether whether or not they're actually going to bring him out, but we've we've seen pieces of him. And now Mark is in the field of reeds. Yeah. What happens now? Okay. Well, this is where you brought this up before in an episode or two ago about that little girl's comment in the um, the museum <gasps> in the first episode. Yes. And she was like. Did it hurt when you died in the field of reeds or something like that? Was that the sentence? Oh, no. He was rejected from the field of reeds. Yeah. Rejected from the field of reeds. Is this some kind of cyclical story? Is there, like, does time actually influence, like, what's been going on when they're in that? Like, because maybe he. Shit, Ollie. Like, like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested. You kind of cracked my head open on that one (laughs) yeah like like now i'm kind of interested even more so that we now have an like we've seen the field of reeds in this episode now and there was that little girl that said that in episode one and then steven what was steven's response again to that he was like well i'm not dead so or something like that right well i'm not dead i'm not dead am i and then he goes am i yeah like I'm really oh, curious like, where that comes into play. Is there some kind of like oh. time travel or like cyclicalness going on here? Is there a theme we've been missing this entire time? I mean, I did. Oh, I feel like maybe a, f- a few episodes ago, and I mean, this is Egyptian mythology. I feel like a few episodes ago, I, I did say something about 
um, there being like a, a death, like rebirth kind of theme, or was that just in my head? I don't know. But if, you know, if that's the case with this, like there, there could be something that like we haven't been seeing or been thinking about through this whole right. series that they're going to drop on our heads and, you know, it's going to be like, oh shit. And like, there's no way they can just ignore that that sentence in that first episode because it was really like uncanny. It was like a weird, right? It um, stood out. Comment, yeah. <clears throat> so, it's not going to be a Hawkeye watch situation. They're definitely going to touch on this, <laughs> and they're not just going to be like, "Oh, that little girl happened to read something and like decided to ask some random person about it." Like right. it's it, it's going to be. Well, I mean, I bloody well hope they don't they don't bungle this up like you have an opportunity to 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 break all expectation and shatter our minds with this last episode and man i hope they can stick this landing like it's been a wild ride episode one was like pleasantly all over the place so probably one of the best season openers to any of the marvel series right now my vote anyway um and then, you know, it kind of, episode two was kind of more of the same. And then things got a little cooler come episode three. And then episode four is when shit started to kind of hit the fan. And then we just have this last episode, which again, holy shit, what an incredible piece of artwork. Now the question is, are they going to be able to have a strong finish? Are they going to be able to do this properly? Or are we going to be left scratching our heads wondering, what the fuck? I'm almost thinking that uh, that we're not going to get a proper conclusion with this next episode. Yeah, like as much as know. I do want to see that, and I have been enjoying the show so far, even even with its issues that I've taken with some of the episodes, I want it to be a strong finish. But I just truly feel like it's not going to be. That's sad. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. I loved last episode, like, a lot. I thought it was a really good episode and just a really good, uh, just a, a good piece. Like, even disattached from Marvel, it was it was a good episode of a show. Yeah. But they can't, they're just not matching themselves in pacing. They've told us almost nothing. We're still as much in the dark about a bunch <laughs> of these things as we were from episode one. Yes. And I think that the red herring or the, like the Hawkeye watch is going to be Lockley. I think they're just going to hint at him until the episode ends and say absolutely nothing. But why bother? Because they, well, are... that's so to me, the reason why I think that is because they would have introduced him in some form at this point already. And they would have at least like had a line maybe and not even directly saying anything about him but, but they alluding did. to the fact that it's not just steven and mark i but feel like we would have had something by now if uh, if did, they were going to introduce him yeah and, and like the form of you know them losing consciousness again but no I, I mean that scene from this episode where we was talking to harrow i was talking about at the top of the show here where he's got like a completely different demeanor and a different accent. But he still responds to Mark. I guess. But could that be that Lockley is more than aware of Mark? And here's another thing that I think is like 
to tie this all together, because um, I wanted to talk about this in reference to Stephen's um, like falling out of the boat and I, I guess death in a sense. Yeah, is the fact that Lockley does exist would just completely overshadow the fact that that happened, right? It would mean <laughs> what happened on that boat had zero effect because the 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 reason why. Mark was led into the field of reeds was because his conscience was balanced once he came to terms with the things that he had lived through and realized what Stephen's purpose was and told him that. Right. And if Lockley also served a similar purpose, but for a different scenario, why would he have then been balanced after Stephen fell out? It would maybe have still been is, exactly the same. Maybe this is that moment where he gets rejected from the field of reeds. Well, yeah, exactly. But then we end up in a time loop where we're at the beginning of the show and we still know absolutely jack shit about all that. It's like, as much as I would like to think that that's a potential, we would solve literally zero of the problems that we have encountered in this show. And the only thing that we've learned about is Mark's past. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, see, see, like, the way, the way I kind of see it is that, like, this last episode put a lot of like exposition but it was really like almost filler content in the way it was used it was literally just like a okay mm -hmm. mark mark died last episode he got shot and then and then oh you're not gonna get to know we're just gonna add some more confusion to it and you're gonna be waiting two weeks to see the actual like outcome of what happens from that and I, I like for right. a six episode series, like why do that? Every episode should have like a reason. So if there's no like yeah, big ramification, I agree. if there's no big ramification that comes about this particular episode, then what was kind of the point? So yeah, I'm kind of leaning like towards what Ryan is saying, like 70, 30, like 70% 70 chance that I think Ryan's prediction will come true. 30% chance that it will actually all somehow come together in this last episode. But, and, and like, <laughs> I hate, I hate that. I hate that it's happening to the show though, because like, I feel like Moon Knight is such an, like can be such an interesting character. And yeah. there are instances, instances in the comics where he has alters of the, of other MCU characters or something like that. So like this character could potentially be something like big, something interesting in the MCU and to kind of like waste his introduction show on something that like we don't know where it's going like i really hope they don't just right. drop the ball on it um and i'm kind mm -hmm. of of the opinion if this show ends up being like that maybe we should just like wait a few episodes before we actually start talking about this show or something like that because i don't know it's just it's it's getting me all like interested and like involved in what's going on and then it comes out to nothing and like if i'd known that with hawkeye i i would have slept on it you know like loki sure <laughs> wandavision was good as well and and um weird but good yeah weird but good and then you started going a little bit downhill once you had falcon and and winter soldier um you know somebody stronger yeah yeah, it could have been stronger. I read a I read a comment that I, I think was kind of funny about that show where somebody was I think it was on Facebook on the official like Marvel uh, page when they announced the last episode and somebody was like, man, like imagine being like 
the next Captain America who's like known for being great and and whatever and like ending your 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 show with like a freaking speech that somehow turns the tides of what everyone's thinking in in the show or movie or whatever like it just felt like really like I, I don't know the way they the way they said it I I felt was you know like made a lot of sense that it yeah. kind of was disappointing that it just ended in like a speech and like you don't actually get to mm. see like the direct effects of of what happened with it um and and then with hawkeye with the whole watch situation and yeah it's just like i i'm kind of starting to lose a little bit of faith in the mcu's tv shows on disney plus i feel like they're literally just like um just to stay relevant they're just throwing them out there they're putting big names on them um uh yeah and and if if moon knight ends up being that way i like i don't want to say i'm gonna boycott any of it like i'll probably still watch a lot of it but (laughs) i won't i don't think i'll take it as seriously and i definitely won't count it towards like the mcu personally like i just that's fair a, a lot of them you know, WandaVision, Loki, sure, they, they have, like, direct ramifications, and I guess, you know, technically so did Falcon, because now he's Captain America, but mm-hmm. but with Hawkeye and with Moon Knight, so far, there just doesn't seem to be any substance as to why it's in the MCU. So, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to say it, I'm going to throw it out there, like, I'm back to my theory about these being snippets of the multiverse and this does not take place in the main continuity or something like that like i'm i'm, I'm really curious now especially with i don't know if you guys saw I that latest that. doctor strange trailer where um mordo was like the illuminati hold on hold on pause 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 okay you watched a trailer i know it, well it was on instagram <laughs> and i thought it was just like a tv spot <laughs> I mean, it technically was. It was like it six is. seconds long. It is a long. TV spot. Yeah, yeah. it Still, was like that's, six that's seconds That's awesome, long. dude. You're like, you're growing up a little. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, you know, he said the line, the Illuminati will Get see Get the streamers and party poppers ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and then they ask, we'll see which Doctor Strange you are. And then it like, it quickly shows you all like six different Doctor Stranges that there are in the movie, presumably. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering now is like, which Hawkeye were we watching? Which Moon Knight technically are we watching? Like, I I don't know where certain things fit in. WandaVision for sure, I think, is main continuity because that directly links it to Endgame. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Also, she is a Nexus well. being. There is only one, one Wanda Maximoff. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, what was the other show? Loki. Loki for sure, hundred percent connected to Endgame. But Hawkeye and and um, this Moon Knight now, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not I'm not really convinced that this takes place in the main timeline. Even some of the the movies I think that have come out since, like, have um, like Eternals or um, <laughs> yeah. There's uh I don't know if anybody's noticed, but there's a giant fucking 
celestial being hanging yeah. out of the ass of the earth right now. And like <laughs> aside from that aside from that end credit scene where where Star Fox shows up and he's like, Yeah, I'm Thanos's brother, like it doesn't really connect it to anywhere in the timeline of Endgame. Like technically that could have happened well before Infinity War and, and Endgame, right? Like there's nothing to say that 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 Eternals uh, well, no, because they they, no, no. they talk no, about talk the about fact that. that they weren't able to interfere. Oh, you're right, you're right. Okay. So we know mind. that it does happen after, and within like at least a similar event. Yeah. Um, okay, I do remember. But yeah, that. like it is weird that you know a month later we get Spider Man and they don't even mention it. Like it, not even in in a in the form of like it was on a news clip on a TV in a store he walked past or something like. That that would be the level of uh, of like the minimum I think that they could do to show us something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, they don't have to like make it a big talking point of one of the movies, but just like just give us something, you know. Right. Uh, real quick interjection, just for a split second. Speaking of Eternals, did anybody like kind of space out while watching that and think? What's Wong doing here when it's Gilgamesh? Did anybody mistaken <laughs> Gilgamesh for Wong at least once? I did not know. No, because I mean they look so similar. I was like, "Is that Wong?" And they're like Gilgamesh. I'm like, "You sure that's not Wong?" Like it looks just like Wong. Just I mean, I, is is it possible? <laughs> is it possible for one of the Eternals to have children with humans? Like, what if he is like a descendant? Oh shit. I didn't even like, think of that. Maybe, maybe, like, maybe you're onto something, and that was like a de- deliberate, like, casting choice. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. Can't my rule buddy, it out. Technically, my buddy Brendan. Yeah, my buddy Brendan. He just watched the Eternals for the first time the other night, and he's like, he's like, this entire time I'm sitting there thinking, what the fuck is Wong doing here in this story? And you know, he's like, well, wait, it's Gilgamesh. I'm like, dude, I did the same thing for like the first <laughs> half. I'm like, wait a minute. Was Wong a fucking eternal? <laughs> no, he's not. They just picked a guy who looks just like him. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I never really well, like noticed that, I guess. Yeah. That's fair. That's I, yeah, maybe I mean I'm, like if you, if you point it out. No. <laughs> no, if you point it out, I can see similarities with them for sure. Like they're similar face shapes, yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, at the end of the day, I don't think I've ever really confused one for the other. Um, oh, I definitely did. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, and... yeah, I got back to, to, to Moon Knight here. No, that's yeah, fair. No, no, don't let's get back that. to Moon Knight for sure. Um, so in, in line with, let's say this is a cyclical um, situation. Let's just play the, let's just play that card right now. What if Mark makes it to the field of reeds? See, the thing is, is when that kid was talking about it, she was talking directly to Stephen. Stephen was rejected from the field of reeds, and Stephen didn't make it. He fell off the boat. Mm-hmm. Um. Just a, a little side piece there, but maybe just as a whole, maybe she was talking to 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 him as a whole being. What happens if 
because of Lockley, he's pulled out of the field of reeds and now has to contend with Lockley as an altar. And they go back through time to a point where he can stop Khonshu from being taken and imprisoned in the Upshapti. And then they take the fight to Harrow directly at the at the, the temple or wherever they are in that tomb. I gotta say, I feel like I would hate if they did that. Oh, I'm not saying that's a great yeah. way to go. I'm just saying I what if. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like, like I would really be disappointed was... with that as like their option. It's such a it's such like a an easy way out, you know? They yeah. finally get to the big villain and then they just go back in time and stop her before like she even gets found. Yeah. I don't know. It, it nullifies every event that we've seen in the show so far when all of them seemingly lead to like another storyline or something else that they haven't covered and for them to just do away with all of it by sending them back in time like two weeks i will be fucking upset (laughs) oh i'm with you on that i i'd be pretty i'd be pretty heartbroken um okay okay i think okay no go ahead ollie i think what's kind of more likely is that he'll be rejected from the field of reeds for the fact that he's technically not um like a, a living person he's an altar right and and the field of reeds will collect souls and that's like an incomplete soul so i feel like it's gonna spit him out just because it like it rejects this like this third of a soul or half of a soul and we'll see steven come back that way but we might not see him go back the right way as we saw they could walk through doors of memories what if he just walks through a door of a memory in the past and that's kind of how they do that do something with like that time aspect because there must be something about this episode that influences the first episode where we saw that little girl say that what if he can go back in a memory but it's kind of like a weird possession thing where he possesses somebody in the memory and he like talks to himself or something and that's actually steven in that little girl's like body or something for that split second conversation. Right. That could be. Yeah. Like that's kind of the, the way that my mind wants to work with it. It's just based on what we've seen in the, epi- in, right. in the series so far. I don't think there's going to be anything special with time traveling to, to free um, Conchu. I think it's going to be Layla that does something with that. And I think that, Oh, um, yeah, I didn't I even think about that. Yeah, I think Layla's going to do something about that, and then she's going to be like Honshu's avatar or something, and then somehow Mark is going to come back to life because they can't not have Oscar Isaac, you know, back, right? He's not like dead and going to take over some other dude's body or, or something, right? So, right. I I think maybe he's in like some kind of coma. Maybe Layla or, or Harrow was like, I'm not actually going to let him die. I, I don't know. Like, there, there could be a lot going on with that, but I'm not really convinced that he's like dead, dead. I think that he's. Oh no, I don't, I don't think so either. Yeah, I think that they're they're gonna find a way to bring him back, whether it's through some Egyptian ritual, or like reverse mummification or something. Or an like Egyptian that. god grants him life. Yeah, or or like I said before, like I'm pretty sure that was the case with that DC character Spectre that I was talking about. Where right. he's technically dead, but he's just allowed to like walk amongst the living. Sure. Um, 
it it could be something like that where yeah maybe he is dead now and um but he's still able to come back to earth but right yeah see i was thinking along the lines of um like the apart from my original thesis there was uh somehow jake and mark figure out a way to free Conchu from where they are in the spiritual realm. And then Layla becomes the avatar for Ahmet and they have to fight. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure by, that'll... not by choice. Yeah. What do you think happens to Harrow then? If this is your prediction, like well, what, what do you predict is going to happen to, to Oh, Arthur? same thing I said last time. Harrow's going to fucking meet an untimely death. He's just going to, or maybe it was one of you guys who said he'd be judged like right away and then he'd be thrown to the fucking pits. Yeah. Definitely not me. Was it Ryan I, then? Yeah, I said yeah. that. Yeah. I think, I, I'm 100% on board with that. I think Harrow is smarter than you guys take him for and he's going to see the error of his ways and he's going to be like, fuck, I'm, I'm between Khonshu and Amit now and both hate me. And he's, it's not going to redeem himself, but at the last minute he's going to realize like how fucked his logic is. And I don't know. Like, I just kind of get yeah. that vibe with his character. I mean, that, that's why I even brought up the fact that I think that that's going to happen in the first place is because I think that that's, what his uh like not not really a redemption but kind of a redemption arc is meant to be uh because we're you know we're following him along we see uh his character in a way and a lot of the things that he does and says uh we're kind of meant to to like him in a way so i think to me that instantly tells me he's going to die for sure <laughs> and uh, also because he's so set in his ways, the only way that he can have a redemption and still be cut out in a quicker fashion, which is how I truly believe they're going to do it, is for him to be betrayed by the spirit that he's been attempting to help this entire time and realize the error of his ways, like you were saying, Ollie. Okay. And I, okay. I just think like it makes the most sense for them to do that I don't think it's the best way for them to do it, but the way that the show has been going, I very much think that that's how it's going to go. Fair. How about this? In yep. line with that. Okay. <laughs> no, in line, in line with that thought, what if, uh, well, we'll put, put your thought with my thought. What if somehow, Layla does become the avatar for Ahmet. And the only way to redeem himself, Harrow goes and releases Khonshu from the Upshabti and becomes his avatar temporarily once more until Stephen Mark slash Jake return from the underworld and then he passes the torch and then dies. Hmm. Well, see, I wouldn't mind that ending as much. I wouldn't mind that. Would kind of, I mean, I guess it depends though. If Layla died, I think it would be an impactful ending as well. If Absolutely. she lived and there were no consequences, then I wouldn't like it as much. I think Arthur's going to die regardless, and that's just like where uh, he's. It's just going to. I don't know. I don't think it'll be the pivotal moment of the show, right? Uh, when he dies, but like, I, I don't think you're too far off. 
I or think, what if what I if think... Layla's death is what triggers Lockley's alt- altar to come out? Fuck, you really want this altar. <laughs> I know. I need I you know what it's after, gonna happen, I, man. I can see that. I, can I don't see think that. it's gonna happen. I think I think you are setting yourself up for failure here. What is this Alex? fucking mean girls? Stop trying to make Lockley happen. It's not ever gonna I think, happen, Gretchen. Like, Jesus. I think I think right, it's not. <laughs> I think both Mephisto and White Vision is going to come up <laughs> to Harrow and Amit and be like Theseus's ship, and then like it'll just resolve itself. And firstly, there will be no... firstly, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the Vision, not White Vision. But it was White Vision that survived, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it, but he's known as the Vision, the Vision. Oh, instead of just Vision. Instead of just vision, yeah. Okay. Wow. What an upgrade. All right. Right. Hey, when you get a the, that's substantial shit. Yeah. That's why I call Ryan the synthetic, not just synthetic. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. I'm a big deal. That's why you are the Chungus Among Us, not just <laughs> Chungus. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I don't know. That's 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 my thought. Those are those are my what if scenarios in, in inside of my realm of possibilities of how this could turn out. And we all know that I am not good at all at predicting shit. So, in fact, not a single one of my predictions have ever come true. Ollie's already Ollie's like one for one. He's he's still in perfect standing. That's right. Speaking of which, Ollie, give us your like. What you think exactly is going to happen in terms of ending? For this in episode. terms of ending? Oh shit, that's yep. a lot. Okay, so what I think nope. is that <laughs> disagree, <laughs> disagree, disagree right off the bat. All right. Um, well, <laughs> so the last we see is is Mark staying on the boat right after having watched Stephen fall and turning into sand, but Towerette stole or took both their hearts to wait right um but since what did she say about their hearts they were like empty or like they had no they weren't complete is what she said uh, and they weren't balancing with the with the feather like of that, fate yeah. or something like that something yeah so i yeah. think mm-hmm. i think the fact that steven fell overboard is going to somehow like balance it out or what have you something's going to end up you know happening so that um, Mark is able to escape and like wake up again without Steven and uh, right. we're, we're gonna see some events unravel where um, where Layla is going to free Conchu and uh, or th- you know like maybe throw Mark because you know for all we know this has been happening in a span of a few seconds and uh, right or or, or whatever, and, you know, maybe Layla can save Mark from dying from that bullet once he wakes back up by giving him Conchu again, and he just breaks that open and becomes Moon Knight, and then Layla will then have to take um, uh, Amit's uh, uh, whatever that statuette was called, Ushapi. and yeah, and maybe try to escape, and it'll break, or whatever, and then like, boom, now she's Amit's um, altar, and then Harrow will have some kind of conversation with her about like the scales of balance or some prophetic bullshit like that, and then um, 
Moon Knight will jump in at that point, and like I don't know if I should predict scene for scene kind of thing, but I'm just gonna say like what I expect to kind of come out of it, and mm-hmm. I think I think Am- Amit is going to maybe maybe I I think that she's going to be like yeah maybe Harrow you're a piece of shit and like I'm judging you, <laughs> and and but I don't think Harrow is necessarily going to to die. I think. I don't know. I think at the very least he's going to see the error of his ways or something and realize that what he was looking for is not um is not in actuality a balanced thing. I think he's being fed these promises that she's only going to judge the bad and the good, but in the end she was imprisoned for a reason long time ago, right? So I think that with it just comes power and that it, it can be abused and she's actually just going to like take out whoever she wants and judge whoever she wants. And maybe that's well, already kind well, of what we're uh, you're talking about that. Um, yeah. What do you think? Uh, like, do you think we're going to see any of the other gods reappear to any extent, like in regards to her uh, Ahmed's reappearance? Oh, mm, you know, I don't really see a, a Shazam kind of ending happening with this where like, mm-hmm. you know, there's like a, a family of them that, yeah. that are different moon Knight variations or anything like that. I think that <laughs> what we saw of them like two episodes ago was like all we're going to get. I don't think those guys are going to really come back much. I think, yeah, if anything, I agree with you. <laughs> I think if anything, there's going to be a scene where they're like, fine, we agree to release Conchu or whatever, or I don't know but I don't think that they're going to play. Yeah. And honestly, like maybe that is how it happens is they're just like, Oh, I guess they were right about Arthur. Maybe we should release Khonshu and then he's back. Yeah. I hope they don't do that, but like, maybe, you know what? (laughs) I think we're on. Yeah. I was going to say, I think we're on track for that. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. Oh shit. We (laughs) fucked up. Yeah. No shit guys. (laughs) The other thought I had, well, I think was it you, Alex, that said that they're somehow involved with Amit? Maybe, um, I think that was brought up by one of you guys uh, that that could be a possibility. Well, yeah, um, I think we, Alex we said that the... in the watch party uh, after the episode. Yeah, because um, we know that Horace is uh, is is in. He's working with with Harrow. I don't know why I'm having a hard time with this. <laughs> Um, like well, we do, see we, that do we know for sure? Because I thought the only time that we saw them was like at the beginning of that one episode where they walk down that hallway and uh, Arthur is asking if Khonshu can hear him and if he's there and then oh. Horace just leaves. Yeah, but they don't, why? Why they don't mention the fact that like... But why would he be there? He has nothing well, to do with was, the gods anymore, so why would he Horace, be there? Horace was like, he was apologizing. He was saying, like, uh, like sorry for Fair. the accusation or something. But I why? Think. Why would he even... He would he would call him to their sacred temple just for an apology? Who the fuck is Harrow? He's a nobody. He's an ex-avatar. Oh, no. No. Uh, for so all we, Something's going on. For, for all we know, Harrow has been Khonshu's avatar for a long time. And right. Harrow could easily have known the other avatars at some point in time and has built some kind of repertoire with them, or at least with the gods. So I think Harrow's history with them goes back some time, and 
it's not that maybe they're on his side about the whole Amit thing. It's that he's literally like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Him more? Yeah, they just trust him because he was once an avatar and he's still familiar with with the way their life their life works okay. and maybe maybe that's kind of how he got his power and how he found the whole like the staff of Amit in the first place was that he kind of played the field and help them out with a few things or something and and you know just kind of kind of was that like uh middleman for all the gods or something i don't mm -hmm. know i, I could you. totally see that being the case mm -hmm. so um that's kind of my theory why why they like invited him because like he is someone who's still heavily involved in in the avatars and whatever it's very possible that is very possible. Yeah. And like, but... he knew what was going to happen as well, though. Because before the sky even started changing, he told his followers that he was going to be called upon and he would disappear, but not to stop digging. Yeah. Yeah, you're well, right. Well, that was, that was when, so, when the eclipse was happening. Yeah, exactly. But th that yeah. means that he is fully aware of, like, this temple's existence and knows exactly how to, like, I guess, get their attention and be summoned. Because it's happened before to him, from the sounds of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you're not wrong. Because he, he did know the the whole, uh, when he was talking to, to Mark or Steven uh, in the beginning of the show, where he was just like, what did he promise you, that this would be the last job? But there's always something else that comes up, right? right. So he does know mm -hmm. how, how Conchu operates... And I think that's kind of underestimated in him at this point. All these theories Fair, are just mm -hmm. making me think just how little this character is fleshed out for a six episode arc. Like we know nothing about <laughs> Layla. That's what I've been saying. The we only person that we learn anything Carol. about is Mark. And we He's still the only need to character. Know... We still don't know anything about Layla either. Yeah, and we still need to find out about Layla's dad, how important he was and, and <laughs> yeah. that whole that whole, um, it like, could why just be was nothing more that he was nothing more than just a famous archaeologist? It could be, it could be. But it, yeah. it looked like from those flashbacks, though, it looked like he is the one that actually stumbled across Conchu's shrine. Yeah, Conchu's so temple, I th right? I think he's involved at to some do you, level. Do you think he was seeking out Conchu for for a reason? Um. Do you think could... he may have already known about Harrow and Amit and he was trying to seek the counsel of Khonshu before all that shit went down? Okay, well, let me put it hmm. in like this. So we know that Arthur Harrow was Khonshu's avatar before. Yes. And we know that Khonshu was like trapped in his in his tomb or whatever and it wasn't until Mark was there dying that he he was able to free again or whatever right presumably because i mean like we don't know if conchu was free in the world and didn't have an avatar at that point until mark strolled up or if he was trapped there but i'm assuming he was trapped there i don't mm. so so what reason i mean i feel like that's what we're led to believe yeah well i mean like just because a god doesn't have an avatar doesn't necessarily mean he's trapped though right that is his temple. Of course, he's going to be spiritually linked to that, and a but dying then, man on the on then, the on the 
death doorstep. I mean, in this no, but Why like, what would be the point of the avatars then? Especially if all of the other gods have stated in the show yeah. that they're simply there as spectators. Why would they need an avatar to do that? Not to mention Towerette. To do Why what? Is... Sorry. To spectate. Just to like watch and exist around people and just like see oh, what they do. They sure. wouldn't they wouldn't need an avatar yeah. if if they weren't just tethered to specific places with without a physical form, right? Yeah. Okay. I feel like they need something to tether themselves to have a strong relationship. And with people moving on and believing in the Egyptian gods less, it's probably only the temples that they're able to like roam free. And it wasn't until mm-hmm. um, Mark yeah. strolled up in Conchu's temple that he's just like, oh, here's a person I can take over and leave this temple. So what I'm thinking is that whatever expedition it was to get to that temple, like who funded that? Why did the guy end up shooting and killing everybody there? I feel like there's some involvement with somebody knowing about Conchu's existence or Arthur Harrow being responsible for that guy killing everybody there to stop it from happening. And maybe maybe it's a little bit of, mm-hmm. of right. both. Now, where maybe it's a little bit of both where they had no idea it was just an expedition. It just so happened that Mark was a mercenary during it and but Arthur Harrow was keeping an eye on that temple cuz he know that's where he left Conchu and he just had a guide to eliminate the threat at the at the last second right and we haven't seen hmm. at all a face or a body for for Mark's partner who apparently went off book and killed everybody yeah the was that the guy that's uh that, well, I mean, the I'm the one on the phone from like. I feel like it could be was Duchamp. I think was the name, something like that. Yeah. Um, it, it could very well have been, and I mean, like, let's be real. These guys are mercenaries, right? So, what do mercenaries work for? Money. Can mercenaries be bought? Absolutely. They don't have values. They just love money. Maybe not so much, Mark. Mm-hmm. But what if Duchamp was that way, and Harrow offered him a very large sum of money to kill everybody, to keep right. them from getting from getting at this now let's say in that fight i mean mark's not a dumb guy he probably saw it coming which is why he was able to get away bleeding out dying mind you but what happened to duchamp did he also take a mortal wound and fuck off is he dead i don't think he's dead because he did call mark's phone this all would have happened months before weeks before the events of her dad dying Years before. Right. So where's Duchamp now? Or alternatively, pardon me, this was all Lockley. Hmm. Like that shot everyone? Yeah. And then himself? I don't know about. Well, I mean, that part part doesn't track. But I mean, what if. What if. Since since Stephen and Mark both have zero recollection of Lockley at all, is it at all possible that when Lockley is out, he himself was dealing with Harrow? <laughs> I don't know, man. I still think I still think that we're not going to see Lockley. Yeah, I, I'm kind of. I'm, I'm more yeah, like think, I'm done trying to make it happen. Here. I think we're I'm, reaching a little bit at this point. Yeah, I feel like we're all reaching. It's going to be really curious how this ends up being. I think 
we're like I'm, I'm leaning more towards like 80 20 now maybe 90 10 that like ryan's prediction no, will come I'm, true i'm telling you how this is gonna end captain america <laughs> is gonna show up oh fuck he did <laughs> yeah, time like travel. the original steve he did time travel. no no it'll be steve rogers cap mm-hmm. cap will show up spider-man for no reason um venom and uh-oh hella's been possessed by ahmet what are we gonna do avengers <laughs> okay. <laughs> what if um at the end we just get mark sitting at a bar and then this guy slaps a file in front of him and was like, I'd like to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. <laughs> and it ends up <laughs> <laughs> Damn, but it's, but it's not Nick Fury. the Avengers theme song. But it's not yeah. Nick Fury, it's Bucky. Oh, shit. <laughs> Coulson. Make it Coulson. That's oh, wild. Coulson, oh, bring dude. back Coulson. Hashtag bring back Coulson. <laughs> okay, what about... No, never mind. You guys, continue. Agent Agent Coulson, fan of the show, <laughs> huge fan, huge fan. It's got our trading cards too, in fact, <laughs> and they're vintage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. You know this. They have one shot, one in let's say fourteen million five hundred. To nail that, to Probably. nail the, yeah, I did to nail this episode. And uh, if they do, I will love them three thousand. However, yeah. if they don't, I might snap. And there was a whole lot of Marvel references all up in wow, that last. Well bit. done, well yes, done. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I agree, though. I'm going to be extremely hesitant, even more so than I already am for Miss um, Marvel, if this show ends poorly. Look, I'm going into Miss Marvel with zero expectation. Because I feel like if I go in without expectation, I can't be let down, but I can mm-hmm. be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I'm already kind of going in kind of low. I don't know what they're doing with her powers and what it's looking like right now. I'm not a fan of this weird Kree bracelet giving her the powers cosmic and not her actual embiggen abilities. And what about the Terrigen Mist? You can't just leave that out. That's a big plot in in, in the comics. You can't just forego mm-hmm. that. I mean, you, they can because they're Marvel to, Studios. But then you got to start talking about Inhumans once you introduce that. Yes, that's, yes, you that's, do. That's their whole rituals that they get. They get exposed to that, and then they they will develop their abilities well, or whatever. Well, right. Well, and and comically speaking, wasn't Black Bolt sitting at the table of the of the Illuminati at one point? I don't know much about the Illuminati, but he's the leader of the Inhumans, so I wouldn't put right. it past him to be on that. Right. And what's what's coming up? Multiverse of Madness, Multiverse featuring of Madness. the Illuminati, of which we don't even know who's all on the table. It's funny, you know, re- Charles Xavier for certain, Ultron, Morda. I would imagine. Is it Ultron or is it? Well, his Ultron bots are like there, marching them into the room. I would presume Ultron. Fair now, are those Ultron bots for the, or are those an alternate Iron Legion? Hmm, could be. I mean, but... I don't think I don't subscribe to the Tom Cruise Iron Man shit. 
and and I've I've recently heard that there are insiders who disproved that and said there is zero zero screen time of any Tom Cruise or or um, his version of Iron Man, Superior Iron Man. Good being, because being no one nobody is ready for that, and two, I don't ever want to see that happen. If we're gonna get Tom Cruise in the MCU, give him something proper. Yeah, to me, it looks more like. Although Captain he was Marvel. one of the original candidates for Tony Stark, just putting that out there. Yeah, in the latest Illuminati TV spot, it to me it looks more like a an, an, another iteration of Captain Marvel. A lot are saying not Monica Rambo, but Maria Rambo, an alternate uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I, I would think that it it's just um, like the Captain Marvel, just from like. To me, it just looks like her, and why not? Well, use for like their universe, it would be. Yeah, she's like she's barely been used in the MCU as it is. She's had one movie and showed up as like plot armor in Endgame. Well, like, I mean, they're, they're saving it. her for something good. Do you think this is that something good? I don't think they need to save her for something good, but like she needs well, to yes, be more in the they MCU. They need to give her something. Yeah, because <laughs> let's be real, Captain Marvel, not great. Not terrible, just not great. Yeah, I might rewatch it soon. Just to, see I mean, I've I've about spoken it. about it before. People, people, yeah, people listening know that I'm not a big fan of the Captain Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because it really wasn't that good, and there's no amount of Jude Law that can save just about anything, and that goes still for Fantastic million... Beasts. Just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I went to go so see you... that last night. Oh, okay. I was gonna say you finally saw it then. Yeah. Um, also, not great. Yeah. Okay. I'm, maybe we can talk about that next no. after this. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Next episode, we can, we can, we can, we can yeah. <laughs> break that down. I will say though, as a first impression, yeah, not great, not yeah. great. Star <laughs> of the show, of this entire trilogy thus far, definitely Jacob. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's uh, he's the real that's hero. Like the, the normal yeah. dude, right? He's the he's the muggle. He's the yeah. Baker. Yeah. Okay. Um, hands down, he is definitely the hero. And then we'll throw second place to Newt's commander because he's kind of dope. Yeah. Um, no. If I continue, we're gonna we're gonna half yeah, blast gonna into that. So let's 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 yeah. <laughs> let's not get into that. We'll put a pin in that and save that uh, for our next. Okay, episode. but we were talking about who is going to be on the Illuminati, Black Bolt, maybe being involved, and well, I mean, like comically. And I don't want to 100% say canonically because who knows what is and isn't canon yeah. these days. But yes, typically there have been runs and iterations where he was on the council of the Illuminati. Okay. Um, Fun fact. I don't know how tangible these rumors were, but back when I think the show, the Inhumans show was a thing, there were rumors that Vin Diesel was supposed to be Black Bolt in a live action movie wow. and that would have been really funny because mm. he barely does I a think voice he's... for Groot and then he's gonna not speak for his role as Black Bolt because <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's not familiar Black Bolt's whole thing is that even like a whisper will like decimate people in like for miles like literally one in ten sure yeah if it's a whisper <laughs> if it's more than that it will annihilate let's say that there we go <laughs> Call back to that one time Ollie schooled me five episodes ago. Yeah, fuck you. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, 
I don't know. Uh, and, and like getting getting him back into Doctor Strange here, like I keep saying it, and I will continue to say it. And even after I see it, which by the way, apparently I am going to see it this coming Sunday. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it just so happened uh, a friend of a friend bought tickets for a bunch of people, and one person can't make it. So I have been uh, I have been invited in that slot. So I am going Sunday evening to go watch this movie in IMAX. At Cineplex. Boo! Cineplex! Ooh, yeah. Boo! Yeah. Cineplex. Ask him to refund that ticket so you can go to Landmark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I take it then uh, next week we won't be talking about it. Fuck. Maybe like the following week? No, I say I say we do maybe an extra episode or something next week. And we talk about that as soon as we've all seen it. Yeah, we can do that too. Just like a, a little special. We'll or discuss that after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Sorry, Alex. Were you still saying something about the Illuminati? No. In fact, I I kind of blanked. I don't yeah, remember where I was fair. going with that. Yeah. And I'm not even high this time. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, okay. So one question. One question I have about the Illuminati: Are they like an like, do they see through all the multiverses, or are they just a different uh, timeline kind of thing where they only see? Uh, that's a like, question better suited for Ryan. Yeah. So the Illuminati, like in the iterations I know them from, are they're kind of like reenacting Tony's vision of like protecting the world. Like they're they're just a super group with, uh, like tasked with keeping an eye on you know, their, their rogues gallery that uh, includes, like, Avengers villains and all that, um, and maintaining, uh, like, peace in their universe. I don't think it extends multiversally, but I guess it kind of depends on the roster. There's, there's many, many, many different iterations of them, and most of them have different characters. There's only one or two characters that are on almost all of the rosters, which are like uh, Professor Xavier, uh, I think a variant of Captain Marvel or somebody that has her sort of powers is generally on there, right. and then uh, Reed Richards. And those are right. like those are like the three that are relatively consistent on that panel throughout like different iterations of them. But I think for the most part, like they they're just kind of meant to be. Uh, like a, a last defense kind of super group. Now, do you think we're going to get Reed Richards? No. Not even a little bit, eh? Nope. Even, even knowing that we are getting a fantastic <laughs> well, four. It got... I think that's exactly why they're not going to do it. Yeah. I and think even it's though... Like, we have an established Doctor Strange. They lost and, their directors. And so. we have established like Captain America. We have an established Professor Xavier. And that's what makes it different why they can have variants and the new characters that we haven't been introduced yet can't. Right. And I was going to say, even though some will, will speculate and hypothesize that Latveria has already been seen and we've already seen Doomstadt Castle, <laughs> what, if, what if Marvel has been in the background telling us a story that we don't... <laughs> We haven't been able to comprehend until it all clicks and comes together. I just feel like 
I feel like at this point, that's so it just seems to me like it's improbable for that to be the case, you know? Like, there's so many people like us that know far more than us that are capable of picking apart every minute detail. And even, like, even that theory seems like a stretch, I would I would say. Yeah, but it's like, so that fun. We've it's seen so fun to... uh, all of these places and all of these characters are existing within it. <laughs> Was that all? It, I, like, I, I don't know. I'm kind of on Alex's side with this. Like, I think it's still fun oh! to just, like throw out these ideas as ridiculous as they may seem to see which one sticks because you're right like there are people who have read every single fucking comic book since since the 60s or 40s or whatever and know way more than we do but it still doesn't mean shit because the mcu like alex said we don't know what canon is canon here and they could be writing their own like you know age of comics essentially with the movies and at this point, I would say that like yeah, this is essentially its own... what they've been doing. Yeah, it, it is essentially what they've been doing. Um, so I kind of mm-hmm. see like if Reed Richards is on the council and they want to introduce him through this multiverse of madness movie, I I could see them doing it. Even though like they just lost their director, John Watts is no longer directing the Fantastic Four movie. Fuck um, that guy, whoever and... he is. It, well, he was the one directing. Well, he, he said movies. that he was just like tired of. Uh... Yeah, all the what? Spider-Man he said he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the Tom Holland Spider-Man oh. movies. He was a director. Well, yeah. but whatever. Fuck him and get the Russos on it. He's he's honestly he's been a little bit more controversial than I thought. Like I thought my brother was the only one that didn't like the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, but apparently a lot of people are not a big fan of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. And you know, I'm sure a lot of that just comes from people. That's only because Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. I was gonna say. I was going to say that. I was going to say that's only because the, the old Spider-Man made a cameo in the latest movie and everybody remembered yeah. how how they felt when those movies came out. Yeah. Tom Holland is amazing and, and nothing short of amazing. He's a bro. Fan of the show as well. Um, like He, he will forever be my favorite Spider-Man because he encompasses <clears throat> both personalities well. He is both a great Spider-Man and a great Peter Parker. Whereas Tobey Maguire was a great Peter Parker, but an okay Spider-Man. Or wait, no, sorry, other way around. Was a great Spider-Man, but an okay... No, <laughs> no, other way around. Other way, other, other way around. Because Andrew Garfield, was he was too suave. He was too smooth. He was too, look at me, I'm kind of good looking. Um, to be Peter Parker. Like, he wasn't nerdy enough. Um, so I don't really, I don't like his Peter Parker, well, but his Spider-Man was brilliant. And Tobey Maguire is the opposite. Yeah. The Spider-Man was okay, but his Peter Parker was on point. And I feel yeah. like Tom Holland does both amazingly. I see what you're saying with that, but now that it's been established that they're their own Spider-Man, their own multiverse, like I think we could have an endless amount of different types of Spider-Man, but they're still Spider-Man because they're Spider-Man, right? That's fair. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you guys have been seeing all the memes because this multiverse of madness is being directed by Sam Raimi, if I'm not mistaken. It sure is. That a lot of people are like, oh, this is actually like a, a red herring and it's not a Doctor Strange movie. It's going to be fucking Spider-Man in the multiverse of madness. And I kind of laughed when I saw that. <laughs> I think, no, I don't I think it was Boss Logic, but I think it was Spider-Man someone else who 4. made a poster like that and it was really funny. Sorry, what were you saying, guys? <laughs> I wouldn't even be mad if this movie was just Spider-Man 4. 
yeah. <laughs> it, it would, it would kind of be funny if he just like shows up and is like because I do remember in one of the one of the animated series it, there was actually like a whole storyline on Spider-Man and with Doctor Strange in, in the multiverse getting lost um, and Dormammu was in it I remember uh, but I can't remember what what iterate what um, series that was couldn't um, even tell you yeah I got no idea but but anyways, going back to what I was saying, I totally could see them introducing Reed Richards in the Illuminati and then going off the Fantastic Four movie with that Reed Richards they introduced because I said this a few episodes ago where I see them, if they did want to do kind of a multiverse thing going forward, they don't necessarily have to do movies where like the multiverse clashes. I feel like that would be really... Um, it would start getting really repetitive if they just were like oh now the multiverse is breaking in you know they did it with spider-man 3 now they're gonna do it with multiverse of madness and then you're telling me that they're gonna do it for the next ant-man or captain marvel or whatever if the multiverse actually becomes as big of a theme as we think it is i think that they could they could kind of just start making movies in these different multiverses and the fantastic four don't necessarily have to be in um discontinuity so i could totally see them introducing reed richards and then coming out with a fantastic four movie in that other uh universe okay i'm gonna call it here since this is a sam raimi film bruce campbell is going to be reed richards (laughs) you heard it here first folks bruce campbell as in the one who's who's playing um um What's the character's name? Bruce Campbell, in Evil you know, Dead. like in Evil Dead, right? Like, yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad I actually got one of your references this time. <laughs> um, well, I mean, he was in he was in all of the the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. He had a cameo in like every episode. He did or episode every movie. Yeah. Okay, what what were his cameos? I don't. I didn't know that. Him. He wasn't oh, the man. landlord asking for rent. No, that wasn't him. No, at all. no, he wasn't. <laughs> he just they were they were just uh, give me. Why am I using my phone? I can use my computer. It's faster. <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Yeah, I'm really curious now. Like, where the fuck has he yeah, shown up? I, I don't know where exactly, but this just says uh, that he had brief appearances in all three Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films. Every Bruce Campbell cameo in Sam Raimi's trilogy. What if he is Superior Iron Man? He was the Iron ring Man. announcer in the first Spider-Man. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, he yeah. was the he was the snooty usher in Spider-Man 2. And he was oh, the French maitre d' in Spider-Man 3 at the restaurant. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. So... Bruce Campbell, the other two. So it's Reed pretty, much, it's pretty much guaranteed at this point that that he will make it some kind of appearance in this. Then, from the sounds of it, I mean, um, I mean, it's possible. He could, it is entirely I could see possible. Him. I could fucking see him. That would definitely be like a left field thing. I think it would surprise a lot of people, but but I think he could pull that off. I mean, like he has like he does kind of have the look to him. Well, he I mean, does. Well, have that, the look. some he of those pictures. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be Reed Richards going forward. We're talking about no, but we're no, talking about right. the multiverse. You're right. He could, exactly. He could very well be Reed Richards in this movie. You or, heard it here first, folks. Or who that's, who that's, else that's who else prediction. has a similar look to Reed Richards? That's Doctor Strange. What if he's just an iteration of Doctor Strange? 
I don't like they that. Both, they both got the same kind of hairstyle, right? No. With that white, <laughs> like, fleck. No, Ollie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of fucking with this. I'm kind of fucking with this. I think that would be really funny now that you okay, mentioned fair. this. <laughs> Bruce <laughs> Campbell is Dr. Armani? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> As a, as a gag, he's got a double-barreled shotgun somewhere. Yeah. Or a chainsaw. <laughs> or a chainsaw, yeah. Um, wait, so are, are we... Do we have any confirmation that any of the, the Doctor Stranges that appeared in um, What If are in this? Like, do we suspect that at all? No um, real confirmation. Just just speculation. Um, just however... Like him, yeah. However... Um, we are getting a, a Captain Carter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if Captain right. Carter's in this movie, that Jeez. doesn't necessarily mean that we can't have a Dr. Armani. Yeah. That would be interesting, though, if maybe like that, the universe that they got all of the uh, these variant characters to fight Ultron was like it just happened to be this universe. I mean, it would be interesting to see, like, that it turned out the way that it did. Okay. The Illuminati and the X-Men. This is going to blow your mind. Well, it's not really going to blow your mind, but I called it. Bruce Campbell is in Doctor Strange, the multiverse. Oh, fuck. No way. It doesn't say who he is. It's just that he is. Oh, shit. On IMDb. You heard it here first. Reed Richards. Alex called it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if you called it, I will, I will, <laughs> I will buy your ticket to the next Marvel film. Oh damn! Ooh, if you wow, if you okay. called it that he is Reed Richards, it has to be that he's Reed Richards. I say he's going to be Doctor Strange. And if if he is Doctor Strange, then Alex, you owe Ollie a movie ticket. I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's fair. deal. Sure, deal. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that bet. I'll take that bet, but if we're both wrong, Ryan has to buy us both tickets. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, hold up. Hold up. I think that's a bigger chance that we're both wrong than either of us being right. Well, Ryan better fucking roll the dice, bro. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you want to get on a, in on this action, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Because I don't know. Ryan... I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna appear as J. Jonah Jameson. That's oh. mine. <laughs> Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Completely way out of left field. Now, should that actually happen, I might actually shit myself in the movie too. (laughs) That would be fucking hilarious. (laughs) Oh, Ash. That's his name in the Evil Dead. Bruce Campbell. Yeah, Ash. That's it. That's why I couldn't think of it for some reason. I don't know why I couldn't figure that out. I couldn't remember that. Yeah. See, I, I, I do like the idea of him sticking around in the MCU because he, like Bruce Campbell, he like playing Ash. He that is a like a like an interesting, fun character. So if he has some kind of presence in the MCU, yeah, no, definitely. Like I, I would love that actually. Like I wouldn't say no to it for sure. I just didn't think in a million years. I, like I know I brought up last time. Like who would you like to see in the MCU? And I couldn't even think of anybody at the time. But Bruce Campbell, yeah, I'd, I'd be totally down to Bruce see him. Campbell. Hell yeah, yeah. Huh. As Blade, about that. what? As Blade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting sidetracked. Here. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay, interesting things that could that could come about this multiverse of madness film. Do you guys think still oh. that 
um, Moon Knight having ended like the same day that Multiverse of Madness airs releases that you there's think there's a connection any... like i i don't discount it you know it is possible that maybe the events that happen in moon knight may set something off or set things in motion for multiverse yeah or at least be referenced because i mean well, i mean we're... if they haven't referenced the giant fucking celestial hanging out of the planet or the fact that Arishim came and visited the planet and more than half the world's population saw that or that, you know, the, well, I guess people wouldn't know that the sky cracked open while Doctor Strange did his spell. Okay, scrap that one. But those other two, those are big things. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then, I kind of take it the Illuminati is the villain of of the film? No, they're, a, they're, a, so. they're a morally good slash neutral kind of thing, right? They're just, so, they're, they're just like governors of some kind. So is there like a villain or is it just a bunch of monsters in the different multiverses that we've seen in the well, I don't think we know the answer to that yet. I no, I kind of think, think the I kind of think the Illuminati is going to end up being like the not the big bad but it's going to be like the main contender to what Doctor Strange is doing based on that last TV spot. Like it really kind of looks like um like Wanda is going to piss them off because they can't predict her or something like that. And Doctor Strange is now playing in the multiverse, and they don't like that. And I feel like that's going to be the catalyst. Uh, that's just what I, I I get the vibe from the trailer. I don't know. I think Wanda might turn out to be not the big bad, but I think that she might have a moment where uh, she loses all control mm -hmm. uh, in something very, very emotional. And I think it's at that moment the vision is going to come the fuck out of nowhere and save the day. Because where is the vision right now? He fucked off out of Westview, never to be seen yeah. again. Oh, he's definitely going to be in the movie. Like there's no way they're having Wanda in the movie and he's without vision. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they, they name him when you know in the trailer where he's like what do you know strange is like what do you know about the multiverse and she's like well viz used to talk about it or viz had his theories what if we get mm -hmm. vision what if there's a big huge cataclysmic event that is about to happen because wanda loses her goddamn mind and her magic goes absolute ape shit and the vision comes soaring out of nowhere phases through a bunch of people and like puts his arms around her and like calms her down and brings her back from the brink of 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 world annihilation or we get an x-men 3 ending with wolverine and Jean or, <laughs> or we get the beginnings of house of m that's that's where i'm putting that Ooh, okay this like this movie has the potential to be fucking wild but that's what i keep okay. saying that's why i'm saying it's gonna shatter everything way... everything we know okay i could see two things potentially happening with the vision in this movie is that one he's going to be hiding in like plain sight maybe he's even going to be on the Illuminati or something like that. Oh, and two, I could think... Could you imagine? I think that after the events of WandaVision, I feel like it would be in his character to try to understand the multiverse better to see if there is a timeline where things didn't get so fucked up for him and Wanda and they had the life they wanted. I feel like right. that would be within... Hmm. I feel like that would be within his character. So I, like, either way, I think we'll see him in the movie. Shit. I really hope so. Shit. 
Ollie and, laying down the fucking and perfect where does, theories every time. Where does this Miss America character come into? That's her name, right? Oh, no, America Chavez. America Chavez. Oh, okay. I don't know much about her other than she can literally kick star-shaped portals into existence. And she's super strong and a bunch of other shit. Oh, she can, yeah, like, I, I don't know anything about this character. That's, the, that's like the gist of what I got about her. I don't know. She is the, uh, she is the not red herring, but what's the... I don't know what the literary device for that is. She is a, a plot device of some kind. I think there's, I think there's something that's going to revolve around her. Mm. Or she's not actually who she is, and it's actually a vision. <laughs> yeah, there you go, right there. I think we've, I think we've solved the narrative. But I, yeah, I. That's kind of like my predictions. The Illuminati is going to be the villain. I think the vision is going to be in it to some extent hiding in plain sight um and yeah and that bruce campbell is going to be a doctor strange iteration no he's going to be reed richards god well you know what i'm i'm seeing this movie friday night two days don't tell me don't tell me we'll we'll, we'll hash it out after like sunday night okay but I'm going to sit with it for two days, whether I'm right or wrong. <laughs> and I'm going to, if I'm right, I'm going to be like dancing, jumping up and down the whole time. If I'm wrong, I'm going to start counting my bills and see if I have enough <laughs> to send your way. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Ryan, any closing thoughts on multiverse before we wrap this up? No, I, I really don't got much for multiverse to be honest. I feel like right. I'm still still feeling more or less the same as I have been from previous conversations. Fair. Are right, when are you gonna be able to get to go see it? Um, I mean I'll try for like this weekend. I, I yeah. don't know what my work schedule looks like yet though. I gotta go no, that's fair. look at that. But I mean hey, if, I wasn't uh, originally. Everybody already has plans to see it. Uh, at least before next weekend, then uh, the latest I'll go is is for the following weekend. But hopefully sooner. Yeah. It just depends on like where I'm working throughout the week. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, um, probably a good place to put an end to this one until our next episode. I know Ollie's got some stuff to do. Uh, yeah. And I also have some things that need to get uh, need to get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will. Uh, I don't know why I paused there. <laughs> <laughs> My thought just kind of dissipated. <laughs> we will pick this up this this general discussion, and uh, we'll we'll discuss the results of our bet. Come next episode, um, absolutely. I'm, I really do hope that you can get to see it sometime next week. And I'm really hoping that Nathan can go see it sometime next week so we can have him on mm-hmm. and, uh, and just be good. Pr- probably have to do like a three hour special. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, Cause I know once he starts going, we all start going, it's going to yeah. be a blab oh, fest. And that'll be it's a good just episode be, for sure. It'll be, it'll be, well, you know what we could, mm, no, this is episode 28. I don't want to wait two episodes to do it. I was going to say we could do it as like a 30th episode special. Mm-hmm. But fuck that. If we can get it, if we can nail it out next week. We'll do it next and week. Every yeah. episode. Let's just special. do it as soon as possible. Otherwise, we're going to have the Spider-Man problem again. 
<laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Um, j- just putting it out there. I don't think we actually still have yet to talk about Spider-Man. We haven't, yeah. We but haven't. we were we were talking about potentially saving it um, as like a uh, as like a watch, watch party. party, and then we would do like like a live podcast or something after the fact. Hell yeah! But Hell yeah. yeah, who knows? I mean, obviously, stay tuned for that. Make sure you guys are checking out the watch parties, especially in the streams. Um, but I will. Uh, I guess you probably got some more stuff that you were going to say, Alex. Oh, I was just going to start the shout-outs, but hey, man, you you do you first, man. Do oh, your, it's all do good. Your, it's all good. Cool. Um, I actually... Do we have a a more, I, I guess, because I don't want to just throw it out there, a more unique shout-out this time? Something a little ah. more akin to the beginning of the episode? Yes. I have, uh, I've definitely, <laughs> I'm glad you reminded me because I totally forgot. I should have done I just, I didn't want to just like say it because if we weren't able to talk about it yet, then. No, no, we can, we can yeah. definitely talk about it. <laughs> okay, we do cool. have a second sponsor, a proper sponsor that I forgot to mention at the top of the show. So that's okay. We'll, we will save it now, but next, next well, week. This one's we'll, not uh, really an ad. It's not an ad. It's just no, like, it's not. It's for a shout out. It is definitely we're gonna I'm gonna yeah it is definitely a shout out we uh we we got on a little sponsorship deal with a company called Swift Lifestyles and they are a gaming supplement company they do um they do powdered powdered energy drinks natural powdered energy drinks you would have heard of some of their competition a certain something fuel know what I'm saying <laughs> um, not gonna give them a shout out because we're not sponsored by them so yeah. uh, you can go. Oh shit, where is the uh You can go to swiftlifestyles.com and you can use our product code nerdy nom noms to let them know we sent you. And we make a little we make a little cheddar cheese off the top of that. We get 10% off of uh off of every completed order. Now, I don't know if this discount code gives you guys anything special. Uh, or if it is even a discount code, the details on that bit, unfortunately, are a little hazy, and I'm still waiting for a response. But if I read the site correctly, um, I think it's supposed to give you at least 15% off your first order, uh, and then continue to use our, uh, our 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 code there. So that, like I said, that they know that we sent you, uh, and that's uh, SwiftLifestyles.com. And when you go into the, the checkout there, enter code nerdy nom noms, N-E-R-D-Y-N-O-M-N-O-M-S. And that's that. Hell yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Um, definitely something we can all talk about. I, Ollie, I don't know where you stand on uh, powdered energy drinks. Where do you where do you fall on that? Well, I definitely love like Gatorade, so I'm gonna get this a try. That's Fair great. enough. Then you know what we should do uh, offline is at a later date is convene and figure out because um, we get a. I don't mind saying this as a as a content creator, we get a 35 percent discount. Oh wow! Off our off our order, I think it's for our first order, or I don't remember what it is. Okay. But like, there's a bunch of bunch of stuff. I figured we could all three of us pull some money together and get some flavors. Yeah, yeah, I'd be, um, I'd be okay with that. And then we can actually give like a proper. You know, proper judgment call. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then maybe, sure. maybe, maybe we make an ad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sounds good. So st- stay tuned for that, folks. Um, yeah. Shout out time, unless anybody had anything more to add. Nope. 
Uh, no, shout out to my internet for finally fucking working for once. <laughs> yeah, shout out to yeah. all these interwebs. Really pulling its weight this time around? Yeah, I know. Ugh. Pulling its weight. Uh, and also, shout out to Bruce Campbell, who's going to be Reed Richards. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fan of the show. I cannot wait for this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for this Sunday. It's going to be glorious. Now watch, he's going to be like a doorman or something. Yeah, oh, probably, <laughs> I swear <yeah>. to God. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like, a, like a bag boy at a hotel or something, like a bellhop. <laughs> oh, man. I'll just, Shout outs. Sorry, I'll go just, ahead, Ollie. When I watch the movie, is it all right if I just say one of us was right? Yes. Yeah, don't, but don't do it to fake me out either. Yeah, okay, okay. Like I'm trusting you. I'm putting my trust in you. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. He's gonna do it. He's gonna fuck with me. I know it. Maybe maybe stay off those those tweets too in case somebody spoils it a few days early oh, for you guys. Oh no, yeah. I, it's I, not I like anyone's gonna anyone's gonna be like, Wicked job, Bruce Campbell is Reed Richards. It's not gonna <laughs> happen. <laughs> well, like directly. You at never us know. Maybe it's a stellar performance. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if any of true. our fans actually subscribe to any of our socials, I'd be impressed. <laughs> It'll be that'll be the thing that that wasn't a it. shot. Yeah. That was. <laughs> it sounded like it. <laughs> it sounded like it. We just lost half our audience due to that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyways, <laughs> shout outs. Shout out, of course, to Matt the Rat over at RatHouse.net and RatHouse Productions. He is our producer. He sends our internet. He sends our internet, sends our content to the internet so you lovely folks at home or in your vehicles or on the shitter could listen to us blab on nerdy style. Uh, shout outs to Joey over at Blind Knowledge. He's one of our promoters. And go check out blindknowledge.com. There's, there's so many other shows. In fact, a special shout out uh, to one. Hold on. I had it queued up and I forgot to open it up. They are a podcast out of scotland of all places and they are a nerdy podcast kind of like us as soon as i called cult connections check them out they are i didn't even know that they were part of the blind knowledge family hmm. uh hosted by ian graham he and a buddy of his his buddy nathan they kind of go through all kinds of fun stuff uh, they've got an episode on the Batman, the Obi-Wan teaser breakdown. They've been discussing Moon Knight the last few episodes. Definitely go check them out. A good, solid couple of dudes. And speaking of solid dudes, not affiliated with Blind Knowledge, but who gives a fuck? Go check out Nerd Talk Plus. Shout outs to Javier and the boys over that way. They're just like us, but American. And that's not said in a way of disrespect. <laughs> They're just, it's just what they are. They're just like us, but American. Yeah. Go check them out. Am I missing anybody from the shoutouts? I feel like uh, no, I'm not. I can't I'm not even gonna worry about it. Sweet business. We can't appease everybody uh, all the time, right? I can't be on top of it all the time, right? Well, yeah, that's what we'll, makes me. We'll, that's what we'll makes eventually me a good get host. to you a shout out if we've missed you. One day, one day, one day. That's okay, Ryan. If people want to find you on the internet, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitch at Synthetic7S, and make sure to stay tuned for those watch parties every Wednesday. Hells to the yes. Uh, and even when Marvel slash Star Wars content dries up, we will find shit to do in those watch parties. Don't you worry. 
Absolutely. I'm even toying with the idea of maybe we do a full fucking MCU walkthrough from start to finish. Maybe skip Captain Marvel. I don't know yet. Well, and Chungus, if people yeah. want to, th- well, no, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Well, I, what I, you I, say? Could, I could say we could just focus on our favorites or something. We could each pick like two or three favorites and we just watch those in, in order of timeline or something like that. Well, that's fair. But Ollie, you and I like the majority of these movies. Ryan is the one who hates like half of them. Oh, this is true. I'd, I'd like to get into that later <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, and as I, I was saying, Mr. Chungus, if people want to find you on the internet. Yeah, if, if they want to find me, it's Instagram at Oliver.HRuiz or wherever you can find Alex or Ryan. Oh, wow. I'm included this love. time. Yeah, Finally I'm sharing. sharing the love. That's right. I might actually get one or two hits on, yeah. on my socials. That's, that's fantastic. You're welcome. Speaking of my socials, if you want to find me on the internet, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, on Twitter at the real Snurfin, on the Insta or the Gram or whatever the kids are calling it, at Snurfin. And if you want to find us as a whole or just as the podcast, you can find us on both Twitter and Instagram at NerdyNomicron. And you can also find us on Twitch because I like to do some streaming from time to time. I've been streaming a little bit of that Myth Force lately. Some of that Myth Force. Fantastic game if you haven't played an early access over on Epic Games. Shoutouts to Epic Games. Fans of the show <laughs> don't have a product code for that. So, you know, maybe one day they'll sponsor us. One day. Go check out Myth Force. 80s cartoon inspired. So it looks like you're playing He-Man slash Thundercats. And it's a dungeon crawling roguelite. You and three other friends, so up to four players, can go through this 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 winding, I can't even call it a winding cove, room after room, dungeon after dungeon, finding all the loot, all the XP, all the gold, all the things. It's fantastic. You need to go check that shit out. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash nerdynomicron, where I will be streaming at some point in the near future, Myth Force and other games. I'm not totally married to myth force yet I'm still waiting on divorce papers to come through for my <laughs> no, i'm kidding i'm kidding love you baby love you um and that's it yeah i think I, we, we've hit all the notes right yeah oh for sure hell yeah well that concludes this episode until next week enjoy that intro music and rock on peace peace thanks for listening